Hello and welcome to the Yarra Jets podcast, the podcast for anyone who looks forward to games on a synthetic pitch to clean their boots. Thanks to CC for that one. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we record this podcast and play our football for all of us today. That is the lands of the Wurundjeri people, especially this week in particular with the Gama Festival going on in the NT and the proposed question, uh, the proposed referendum question for the voice to parliament. If you're not educated and you're not up to speed about the significance of that, go do that. Go Google that. That is incredibly important and we're at an incredibly vital juncture of time. So go do that before you listen any further. Sovereignty was never ceded. and It always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Now, today on this podcast, I will be your host, Taryn, with me. As most of the time, I can't say as always anymore, is Fiona Dutchy Holland. Dutchy, what's going on? Well, I'm back. I went to Queensland. I came back and I feel like I missed out on a lot. It's nice to be back, back on the pod, hearing the story, seeing what went on without me. Can you tell us some of the animals that you saw while you're in Queensland? Yes. Well, I uh, I went up for a wedding, but then we um, went out to the islands of the Whitsundays and just on the boat that was taking us out to the islands, we saw whales. And they said, you know, the, the girl as we left said, oh, it's start a whale season, look out for whales. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we saw whales and they were right next to the boat. Well, maybe like 20 metres away. Like it was pretty close. It was pretty amazing. Um, and I'm not an animal person for those that know me. I don't, I don't get all goo-ga-ga-ga about animals. But, um, yeah, it was pretty breathtaking seeing a whale that close. And then when we were on the islands, we were snorkelling and we had turtles around us as well and lots of fish. At one point there were so many fish, I freaked out. They were touching me and I had to get out of there. It was scary. Anyway, that was my trip. Oh, it's a bit far away from Fairfield Park. I know. Well, it was 20, 23 degrees as well. I was swimming. It was beautiful. Incredible, incredible, making us all jealous. And now you're back in exactly dreary Melbourne. Yep, just Fan. wondering what that was all about. <laughs> <laughs> now, our special guest today on this podcast, I'm very pleased to say, is the wonderful T, Teresa. I don't I never, I just call you T. I, I don't know. T, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Who are you? Um, well, I'm T. It still remains to be seen if it's T just like the capital T or T like the hot beverage or a T-E-E. Um, that's something that laws posed to me quite a few years ago and it still hasn't been resolved. Um, I've been playing with uh, a lot of the girls for a number of years. So I've been around for a while, but uh, moved across to the jetties when um, we had the Max Max exodus to um to the air jets and um yeah 
in when I'm not playing soccer, I am a project manager at the Peter McCallum Cancer Center and uh, do research into new cancer treatments. So amazing. Incredible. Heroes yeah. walk among us. Exactly. But like unironically, like actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is fantastic to have you on the pod, T. I want to know how long T's been playing soccer for. Go on then. Oh, I think I started when I was eight. Okay. And you're going to make me do math and, and tell everyone how old I am? No, no, you don't need to do that. But right. you are, and that was in Canada. That was in Canada. Yep. And um, I have to say, like coming to Australia, it is the single best way to meet a new group of friends is just to join a soccer team. And that's what I did and haven't looked back. So when I moved to, to Melbourne, I got settled, I joined soccer team and yeah, it's a really great way to to meet like-minded people. Hey, remind me, are you coming with us to watch Australia v Canada? In well, September? I'm hoping to, but I, I want to, but then I kind of got uh, last minute put up for a Brisbane trip actually leaving on Wednesday. So I feel I was just like, oh, two Brisbane trips in the course of a month. Can I swing it? And um, yeah, so I'm just uh, having to do a bit of uh, inventory and um, and see if I can actually swing it because I feel like I, I, I need to go. Well, I need to let you know that if you do come, we are sitting in the Matilda's Active section up yeah, in that's... Brisbane. So you will be required to cheer for Australia, irrespective of how you may feel on the inside. Just well, to... I do have dual citizenship now, so I feel like I could, you know, you can just cheer it. for everybody. As soon as you got your Australian citizenship, you're like, that's it, Christine Sinclair. I hate you now. We're not friends anymore. Is that is that how it went? Pretty much, yes, because we were always friends. <laughs> but we did grow up in the same um, same hometown and are coincidentally the same age. So I, I was actually trying to think today. I'm like, could I have played against Christine Sinclair when I was young? Like, did you ever walk past her in the street and know who she was? Or no, no. no. I, when we would be in the same sort of uh, circles, it would have been too early, too early yeah. on. But um, okay, yeah. Oh, I, I wonder if you could find out. Can I? This might be a stupid question, and you guys will know the answer, and I won't. But is Canada bringing their strongest team? I actually don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. I, they're not, probably because, you know, everyone will be in preparation mode for the World Cup now. Yeah. So you would imagine yeah. that they would for that reason. Otherwise they to. would likely have some lead-up tournaments they'll be playing in in North America before the World Cup, would they? Or? Well, they just had CONCACAF, which was yeah. the big tournament. Yeah. Um, the US beat them 1-0. But it doesn't matter because Canada has the Olympic gold medal <laughs> to any Americans listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's what I'm worried about. They're a good side, aren't they? Oh, yeah, we'll get thrashed yeah. in the friendlies. Don't, don't okay. worry about it. It's all right. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll barely make it out of our group. I'm a, I'm a cynic at this point. So T might be okay sitting in the Matilda's area. <laughs> just being she quiet. Might. She yeah, can yeah, be yeah. smug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Right. Let's move on from grilling tea about being Canadian uh, and go to our games that happened this weekend. We'll start with the State 2 game uh, because there's no chronological order to go in. Both games are at the same time. So that's what we're doing. State 2, we played Bayside Argonauts. T, talk us through what happened. Well, look, um, it was just one of those games and one of those weeks where on paper, we started out with 10 players due to um, COVID, uh, a few players being away and a few players being injured. So I think coming into the game, um, we probably were a little bit shaken um, just knowing that we had we had 10 players warming up. Um, Luckily and um, thankfully, some of the um, under 18s who had the game before us and they um, actually smashed their their opposition. Um, we had four players that said that they'd stick around and play um, either half or, or full game for us. And thank God, um, these girls played fantastically and um, really helped us out because otherwise we would have played with a, a man down. Was that not um, the plan before the game? Well, it was, but it, it was, was but, yeah, it was, okay. but it wasn't. Uh, we didn't know who we had. Confirmed. I think it yeah. was just uh, nice. see how many we can get, see how many girls would be happy to got um, it to help out. Yep. Um. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, how we went into the game so you know when you're just learning um your players names two minutes before kickoff it's always um not a a good place to be in <laughs> and um look i think we started really strong and uh we also had uh heather step up and play goals for the first half and heather's not a goalkeeper but we are all very grateful that she um, stepped up and did a half, but uh, yeah, just a few mistakes and um, kind of think the whole team fell asleep maybe a little for, for a couple minutes and um, we got scored against and then we just couldn't, we couldn't uh, even it out or, or get ahead. So um, the whole game, it was a bit of a slog. It was windy Um Two of the under-18s players had to leave at halftime. Um, Malanka, our captain, went down with an injury about halfway through the second half, maybe even earlier than that. Um, yeah, so it was just, uh, you know, playing into the wind. And, yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't our best game. We really should have won, but so goes our, a lot of our season, a lot of the games this season. It, it felt like watching that. I, I don't know how to describe it. It it felt like everyone was just not quite clicking. Mm. And I don't, like, that's not a fault of anyone. I think it's all of the things you said. It's windy. It's cold. You're starting with 10. You're just a bit out of sorts. Things aren't quite the way that they normally are. Um you know, it was a very weird game to watch. It didn't feel like us the way that we normally play. Yeah, I think often we play to the team that we're playing. We sort of match their style and and um, Bayside style was really very much a kick and run type game. They didn't have a lot of um, pressure up through the midfield. So, 
yeah, I feel like we kind of just reverted to that and uh, made our poor wingbacks run up and down. And um, yeah, we just couldn't really even get that close to the net. We had a couple shots off, but not very many. So a huge shout out as well to the four under 18s that played. T, I know that the the two that stayed for the full game and actually were the reason we had 11 on the park in the second half, especially after Milo went down, were Katie and Jade. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the other two were. Uh, Scarlett and Lucinda. Awesome. They were incredible. There's no skill difference at all. Exactly. They could have stepped in and played any, any game for us, I think. Um, yeah, they, they did excellent. And did they play in their usual positions or did we just put them where we needed to put them? Well, I think Paul specifically asked for strikers and, yeah. and wingers because that's who a lot of who we were missing. Yeah. Um, so I think they mostly played in their position, but I know at one point he put Katie as a wing back and, and was sort of talking her through the position, which she, you know, did fantastic at. And yeah, that girl ran out two games worth I think so (laughs) yeah to be young I know (laughs) what started off as yeah we'll help out and be subs became you know the entire like almost the entire game Mm -hmm. uh just just the way it panned out um no Katie actually nearly scored in the first half as well I remember the their keeper had to make a really good one-on-one save so uh, that would have been a turn up for the books that would have been absolute scenes had that gone in but uh, yeah unfortunately not to be that's really good for them to get exposure though isn't it and I guess I don't know how many of them will be coming up to the women's leagues next year but it's just nice way to integrate them get them some exposure and see what it's like yeah and I was I was kind of thinking it would have probably been you know hindsight's great um but you know to to sort of try to find a way to integrate the under 18s more into the women's program but I mean, the season starts and, and you just play week to week to week and it's just yeah. um, hard to to manage anything other than just getting enough players for the game and, and turning up every week. So, yeah, so that may be something to work on next season. Mm. And I think it's good they've played, they've helped us out a few times in the State League 3, but to give them some games in the State 2s is nice as well because some of them will be up to that, you know, they'll be at that standard when they join us. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, moving on to uh, more important things, birds. Um, I did hear that there was an incident in the change room pre-match. Uh, I think it was halftime, actually. Um, we went to go into our half. Well, so the boys had, had taken up two of the change rooms. And so we ended up in the change room beside the, the opposition. And we could hear everything they're saying and they could probably hear us. And so we thought halftime will move to a different change room. But there was um, a bird that was just hanging out in one of the change rooms that we wanted to go in. And um, I think we sent Paul in to shoo up the bird. Don't know if he was successful or if we just sort of went, oh, we'll just go in the next one. <laughs> what type of bird was it? It was an Indian miner. So yeah, okay. it can be yeah, pretty yeah. nasty. Yeah. Speaking of Paul, <laughs> there was an incident uh, at about the 20 minute mark in the first half. And I want to make something very clear to Everett. Paul is not an aggressive sort of yelly coach in any way. 
And I think that when when he's loud, there's always that sort of smile in his voice, right? Uh, not, not always. Sometimes he gets the shits. But, like, most of the time, if it's like, oh, ref, you know, it's not like a, an aggressive sort of thing. It's like a, I'm into this game and I'm exclaiming myself, okay? So let's make that very clear. Um, but this ref was having absolutely none of that today and <laughs> uh in about the 20th minute there was there was some sort of incident I think it was a foul that was called against us and uh I can see T nodding so I think you heard what happened do you want to talk us through it I think I was actually on the on the bench having a having a break before I had to play you know the rest of the game but um yeah there was there was a foul and Paul had said oh come on Raph and he made some comment that was very much a joke but, um, you know, still wanted to make the point that, you know, that was not an okay tackle. And, um, yeah, the ref came over and, you know, stood right in front of him and said, I don't care if that was a joke or not. You do not question my decision. And, like, <laughs> really put him in his place. And it was, yeah, like Terrence said, was he was not having any of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was particularly funny uh, after, I think, after two weeks ago when yes. uh, uh, he Paul was putting the players on our bench in yes. their place. I remember uh, this. <laughs> very, quite sternly, uh, quite sternly. Quite sternly and very abruptly. <laughs> and uh, how the tables turn, Paul. How the, how the tables turn. I do think Paul's almost due to come onto the podcast, just saying. Last game. Last, Last game, game? Of the season, oh, don't you worry. Up. All right, good. Got Paul, it. You, you get get ready. Get your question ready. Get your notes ready. Last game of the season, you're on. You're on. <laughs> no one else will get a word in, but anyway. <laughs> we will. Sorry, Paul. We will. It'll be a great conversation. Sure it will. He'll have lots of stories, though. Good stories. Good stories. Good stories. Yeah. Um, although the game was a not very good story because we lost, but that's okay. We all turned up and had fun with our friends, and isn't that what that's all about? T, do you have a player of the match? You know what? I'm going to say Katie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she, you know, played extremely well and and ran out, I think, the whole game for us, if I'm not mistaken, or nearly the whole game after playing her game. And that girl did not run out of legs. It was yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she was exceptional and so fast. Yeah. So speedy. Fast um, and quite could hold her own as well when the opposition was... Um, was pushing against her so amazing there was one particular moment that was almost like box office and it was it was right towards the end of the second half we were pushing for the goal she's sort of out on the on the left wing it was a far side to where I was watching um a long ball's come to her she's taken this touch and in one motion sort of rounded the defender one more touch and just got the pass wrong but it like the touch that she did, she like touched it around. She just took like three defenders out of the game with a touch and then just couldn't get the pass. Like she then tried this sort of long diagonal ball because keeping in mind there was like five minutes left mm. um, and it just didn't come off. And I was like, oh, if that had come off, that would have been like the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like that is, it was insane. It was, it was really, really good. So yeah, she's uh, one, one for the future. Hopefully, yeah, one to watch. So, yeah, the future is good. The future is good. The future is good. All right, 
speaking of things that are good, state threes. <laughs> I'm getting a strange look. I don't know that it was a great game. Well, you know, personality-wise, vibe-wise. Oh, there's some things to talk about. Oh, okay, all right. Things okay. to be said, so Taryn. Strap in. And I want your opinion, but we'll uh, we'll start with, and I think CC probably, she did the scouting last week and she would have talked about, um, so we played Manningham United and they've got a brand new pitch, um, a whole new club rooms, which are lovely. So they've got two synthetic pitches. And beautiful club rooms. Um, I think the council or the government's put a lot of money into that, which was great. Um, so this, I think they only opened a few months ago, but they wanted to do a female football shield, um, which was the game that was played against us yesterday. It was in the inaugural game um, where each year they'll focus on the female side of the game. And, you know, they had a big crowd. Um, not that it was full, but, you know, that lots of people there. Uh, when we walked out, we all had to kind of gather early and we had to do a big entrance where we all had to stand in a line and we had like younger girls walking beside us and we did the whole work at walkout and they introduced us not individually but just you know said who we were and then we had to line up in two lines with the girls in front of us while they did all these speeches like it was the only time I've ever done that I felt famous I'm like this must be what it like must be what it's like to be a Matilda like they must do this shit all the time anyway we had to listen to the mayor talk and do a big spiel about how great women's football was and she talked about how her father was a professional footballer and because there wasn't an opportunity for her to play she used to do the oranges for him she didn't say who he was but a few of us in our team, you know, we've kind of alluded to our age previously, but we're, we're kind of mid-40s and we were kind of saying, mm, we don't think she would be older than us. She'd probably be around the same age. And she kept suggesting that things have changed and it's a lot different now and, you know, she didn't get the opportunity to play. And we were just like, yes, you did. You can still play. Come on. Anyway, so we had to endure all of that. So it took ages. There was reference to some other MPs attending, which some people weren't happy about. But one of them in particular was running late and I believe was a no-show. Um, which might have been a good thing. Who, who was the MP? Who's the MP uh, for the area? The, well, it was the opposition leader for Victoria was meant to attend. <laughs> Probably too busy dealing with the bats at Yarra, but sorry. Maybe. Anyway. Not a political podcast. Moving on. Yeah, it's not a political po- podcast. But, um, yeah, so there was a bit of banter going on before the game. And, you know, and we completely cooled down by this point because the speeches went on for like 15 and 20, 20 minutes and we'd already done our warm-up. Anyway, that was that. <clears throat> it was really cold as I'm sure it was in your game really windy ridiculously windy so we finally get the game started I think we had two on the bench which we were quite excited about because last week I think we had 10 at the start of the match so having two on the bench we were just like yeah this is great Uh, one of our ex-players Simone uh, Dutch Simone came and she was our coach and she had, um, so for those who don't know, Simone um, has played with us for a number of years, played at the Jetties last year, but um, had her second child last year. So has taken this season off, um, but was there as a coach and had her young child um, on her the whole time as she was calling subs and, and whatnot. And that was just great. So much so that her little one by the end of the match wanted to be fed and I'm like, Sim, just go in. Don't worry about the subs at the end of the game. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm here for the end. She can wait. 
you know, and I'm like, this is just commitment. This is great. So the poor child had to be wait to be fed until the end of the game. Anyway, so we lost 7-0. Um, I guess from how did we play, they're, they're a good side. They were a lot younger than us and had some really classy players. Um, up forward, they had, you know, probably two or three really quick players that were able to, um, I think the first goal was scored from outside the 18-yard box, just a, a great kick. Um, the second goal was probably, I think it was one-on-one -on -one with me and she just kind of, you know, got around me, which was a bit annoying. Um, I must say before, I, I've, I've had a bit of vertigo since I got back from Queensland. So before the game, I told my team, look, I'm a little bit out of it. There's a little bit of delay in my reaction time, which is more than it usually is being old. My reaction time isn't what it was when I was 20. Um, so it was a little bit more. So we kind of had this joke on the pitch that, you know, Dutchie's 30 seconds after the actual event, like I kind of, that's, <laughs> so, you know, maybe some of these, I wasn't on my best game. Um, and then I think the third goal was, I think Nia, Nia talked about it afterwards that she thought, it, you know, it was kind of a cross in and she thought I had it covered and I didn't. And yeah, like a bit of a miscommunication. So the three first three goals got scored probably in the first 25 minutes, I'm guessing. So Cookie was in goals. Um, what happened after that? So we were down three, three nil. Um, there was, a, I, I guess it was kind of like a through ball. I'm trying to remember what happened, but it was a through ball and one of their players was running onto it. Cookie had run out to get the ball and I was probably the closest player to it. And I'm trying to replay it in my mind. I was, you know, 98% sure Cookie had this ball. Like it was, it was going to be close. You know, they were going to get there pretty, pretty much at the same time, but I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, Cookie's got this. So Cookie went down and grabbed it and the player just went straight into her and kicked her in the head. Um, so Cookie, you know, was in a lot of pain. Um, I didn't want to look to see the damage. It was clearly, you know, boot to face. Um, so it was all kind of a bit of a blur after that. She was down. She was, you know, not in a good way. I think I'd kind of rubbed her back and said, oh, you know, breathe or something. Like, don't know what to do here. And then Gertie ran over and she took care of Cookie and I kind of moved away. Um, and there was a nurse on the other team that the captain on the other team actually came over and um, was able to provide some first aid. In the end, Cookie went off and the nurse actually stayed off with her. Um, so subbed herself off and looked after her probably for a good 15 odd minutes. Um, apparently there was a paramedic there as well who came and provided some support. In the mix of everything happening, obviously there was a lot of emotion. Um, I remember Rocket coming over to me going, he's got a carter for that. He's got a carter. And I said, he did. He gave her a yellow card. So Taryn, this is where I want to get your opinion because, you know, I don't know the game as well as others, but what I want to know is it was, a, he gave it a yellow card, but should it have been a red card? You're a goalkeeper. I just want to know from how I've described it, and I hope I've described it well enough, and I'm sure other people will listen to this and put other comments in and say, Dutchie, you should have, you know, talked it up a bit more. But, Taryn, what would be, what's your opinion on that? Do you think it should have been a red card? So there's, like, two official things in the rules that are, like, red card offence. Well, two, like, relevant things to this. There's other things, but serious foul play or violent conduct. 
So violent conduct is normally like you've punched someone or something. <laughs> like we just instinctively know like that's a red card, obviously. But violent conduct can spill over into other things, but probably the more relevant one is serious foul play. So that's things like you've two foot, you know, you, you, you jump into a two foot tackle with someone and it, it, like above their shin or something like that's, that's an example of serious foul play and that would get you a straight red card. So in this case, the referees deemed it a yellow. Um, so that's a cautionable offence. So I'm going to I'm going to read out the official like definitions on the FA website of serious foul play and violent conduct. So serious foul play is a tackle or challenge that endangers the safety of an opponent or uses excessive force or brutality must be sanctioned as serious foul play. So they the FA uses the example of the two-legged thing. See, I think that's what it was. Yeah, and there are going to be people listening that think that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, like a face/head that's yeah yeah and then I think it should have been a red yeah and then violent conduct is when not challenging for the ball so yeah I punch someone that's violent conduct but yeah it it sounds like it really could have been serious foul play the the referee has decided that it's not um that it's that it's just a caution um for whatever reason but you know it, it 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 feels like it did endanger the safety of of, of an opponent it's, it feels did. like it was an unnecessary thing to do yeah i would say cookie even had a con- concussion like yeah 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 no okay there were a number of players on our team who have been a you know played a lot longer than i were that i have who were like it should have been a red card yeah you know yeah. so they were pretty worked up and i guess just to see your teammate like that is yeah. pretty confronting as well um and quite distressing um so I think Cookie, you know, went to hospital afterwards. I think we're, I think she's still waiting to hear if her nose is broken, but we're thinking it is. Um, I haven't heard an update today, but I think that's what it will be. And yeah, that Cookie is someone who's just helping out in goals and, you know, you don't, I don't know, like I've only played in goals a couple of times, Taryn, you've done it a lot. T, you've done it a few times. I don't know, you don't go out there thinking, I don't know. You don't go out there thinking that's going to happen. So no. it was, um, yeah, it was pretty crappy. No, and um, it's not, it's not common. It's not no, it's what not. you, you know, it's not a, it's no. not a normal thing to, to happen. It's, uh, it's really crap. And obviously all our, yeah. our best wishes are, are with Cookie. Yeah. Even after the game, like I was talking to, um, you know, their coaches with, there was a bit of a function after the match. And, you know, the vibe there was kind of like she probably should have pulled out. Like she probably, you know, in the intent of the game, it's grassroots football. She probably should have pulled out. Just let the keeper get the ball. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you live and learn, unfortunately, for some of these players. And I hope that she wouldn't do that again because it was, yeah, pretty full on. So, Other than that, um, so obviously the game continued and Izzy went into goals and did a fabulous job. Um, I think we had another goal scored against us in the first half and then in the second half kind of regrouped a little bit and we were just like, all right, let's do what we've done in previous weeks and try and hold them and not have as many goals scored. I think in the end there were seven scored in the second half. Um, But the, I guess the positives for us, so, so their team... 
you know, they kind of played the same sort of game all the time. They took it down the wings and then they'd pass it in, cross it. Um, so in the second half, what was really um, great to see is the midfield were right back and every player was covered. We knew what they were going to do. So every time they crossed it in, we were able to stop it. Um, I think one of the, the, the goals scored in the second half came from a corner, which is a bit hard to save. Um, and I can't really remember the last two. But positives for us, there was lots of really good passing um, in our midfield. So these are kind of where we're up to, things that we're working on. Um, so we're able to string a number of passes together that was great. Uh, we had, I think, two or three, no, maybe two corner kicks, which we never have corner kicks. It's never up our end. So that was like just amazing to even put ourselves in that position where we, we had some corners. Um, so that was fantastic. Um, we took the corners. Uh, Gertie took the second one and did a really good kick and we just weren't in the right place to header it in. Um, I think Rocket did the first one. It was just the corners were hard because of the wind. Like it was just mm -hmm. shocking. Um, in the second half, we had the wind with us. So it is our advantage. So that was, um, that was nice because, yeah, it was just horrendous at different times. Um, but other than that, that was the game. So I think the highlights were that, you know, our passing's improving. We did have it up forward um, on several occasions, but, yeah, marred by what happened to Cookie. Um, we went into the rooms afterwards. They put on a bit of a function. I think there were a lot of players that didn't stay because, um, you know, a few of the players were quite worked up um, and just didn't want to go and partake in that. And that's fair. Like it was just that kind of game. Um, you know, and they were saying, you know, some of the players were quite rough as well. So I think after the game, there were a few of our players that were just quite worked up and had a bit of a, a run for their money and probably didn't want to hang around. Um, so I think four or five of us hung around and did the, you know, the schmoozing kind of thing. And yeah, this is great what you're doing. And we had a free beer. They gave us all a free Corona. So we'll take that. <laughs> But yeah, there are a few players that just wanted to get the hell out of there. And I think fair enough. It was just wasn't wasn't the best game. That's completely understandable. Yeah. And um, you know, I think that like we're all like, I think what this podcast shows more than anything else, and the amount of people that come up to me, like, and are like, I, you know, I've been listening, I feel really connected to to this, you know, people who have played for the club and have moved away, or people who you know, are like the partners of people who play for the club or people who just like know lots of people around the club and and they're like, yeah, like I listen, like I, you know, I feel like I, I know you all or, you know, I, I get to hear your voice every week and it's a real community. And for a lot of us, like, you know, the best part about the Jets is that, you know, you get to see your best mates three times a week. It's the best. Yeah. And, um, you know, in a situation like that and you've seen one of your best mates that injured like that in a situation where she really didn't need to be you yep. can understand why people are worked up it's not a you know it's a extremely reasonable emotional response yeah um yep. and uh you know because we love each other yeah uh... I think and the other thing that comes out like no one loves playing goalkeeper unless you're a real goalkeeper and Cookie had put her hand up to do that and she'd helped us out a few times but what was really nice to see after she got taken off like probably four or five players put up their hand and said I'll go in goals and it was just you know Izzy did it for the rest of the game and did a fantastic job like she's quite a good keeper um, but it was just nice that everyone was like yep I'll go in goals we'll take it you know and that that's the kind of team we are 
in the club we are you know you do things for your teammates which is and you guys have seen it in your team as well everyone's been having a turn but it's, it's great so Dutchy, thanks for that it sounds like an eventful one but on the pitch do you have a player of the match that's a good question um so I got taken off at the end and I was standing with Sim and Sim had said she'd been asked to choose a player of the match by the opposition because this shield was up for grabs. They were also going to give a medal to the player of the match. So she was like, who do you think, Dutchie? And she's like, I think Gertie. And I'm like, yeah, Gertie's like played really well. And she'd kind of just been covering everywhere. Like she was in everyone's position when we were out of place and yeah, just, just had a marvellous game. Anyway, at the end of the game, the opposition came up and they said, who's Anne? We're like, Anne? We're like, do you mean Anna? And they're like, yeah, Anna, player of the match. And they're like, we asked Cookie. And they're like, Cookie got taken to the hospital like halfway through the first half. <laughs> anyway, they gave it to Anna. Anna had a marvellous game. She did. Anna always does. And, you know, she saves my butt all the time. She's so quick and so amazing. Um, so I don't want to discredit Anna here because she did have an amazing game. But I think if we look at the whole game and not just when Cookie left and gave her, you know, three points <laughs> with a concussion, even though she chose well, um, I'd like to just acknowledge Gertie and the work she puts in week in, week out because, um, yeah, she was covering in my position at different times and I just, yeah, she was, yeah, she just had a great game. I'm sorry, it's extremely funny to me because, look, obviously, you know, the, the, the nurse has come off and looked after Cookie and obviously they've had a big, long chat and, you know, they're like, Cookie said so, Cookie said that. I was like, like, Cookie didn't much. even watch the second half. She had a concussion. <laughs> anyway, Anna's got this beautiful medal now, which is great. I hope she's got it hanging in her house somewhere. Great. Awesome. Well, Anna is still reasonably new, so I hope this means that she will keep coming back. She will. I'll make sure she comes back next year. Don't you worry. Yeah, good. There's no choice in the matter. You hear that, Anna? Be careful. That she's on to you. I'm being very nice to her every week to make sure she comes back. You're nice to everybody every week, Dutchie. I know I am. I know I am. But with new players, I like to make them feel especially welcome so they stay. Because the more friends, the better it is for everyone. We all just have so much fun. The more, the merrier. Definitely. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So we'll move on now to our first segment for this week, the quiz question segment. And I have some exciting news for everyone. After last week admonishing the lack of responses that I got doing my own job for me and tallying up the previous quiz results, I actually had two responses. So big shout out to Bobby, avid listener, who and a proud member of Clifton Hill Cricket Club, oh. and also to Grace. Who Can we recruit me. Bobby next year, next season? Well, I think she plays. A, I think she plays Aussie Rules. But ah. if if she wants to come, like yeah, there's you, more you head can. injuries in Aussie Rules, Bobby. Mm. Down and play soccer. I well, I also think that she. This may is after have we've just spoken for, about Cookie. But anyway. She may have played for the Jets before, ah. or like maybe have trained or something. Ooh. I don't. There's a connection there. Okay, there's a connection right. there. But uh, yeah. come on down. You you hear every week how short we are on numbers, Bobby. Come yeah, on, exactly. Come on, come on down. Um, so, but I, I do have two different two different sets of numbers. So. From Bobby, I have guest 12, Dutchie 11, Taryn 8. Whoa. I'm only one behind the guest and I'm way in front of you, Taryn. That's ridiculous. There's no but, way. But then from Grace, yep. I have guest 13, Dutchie 11, Taryn 9. Oh, so I'm still up there. 
Grace has added on one to guess and one to me. So I'm going to go with Grace's numbers because I prefer them. Um, it's also <laughs> even because there's yeah. two in between each one. You know what I mean? It's like and nice it doesn't symmetry. change. Like neither is in my favour. <laughs> so. Neither's in my favour. I'm, I'm doing terribly. Um, well, anyway, I owe both of you. The results speak, Taryn. The results speak. <laughs> I owe both of you a pint um, oh. at oh. some point. So good job. And to everyone else listening, if you do the things that I ask on the podcast, I will buy you pints. Only two responses. Although, actually, let's do a live check-in of the amount of Spotify reviews that we have. Are we all ready for this? This is, yes. this is yes. happening live. Because we've been trying to drive this. 18. Is that more than we had? reviews. That is more than we had last week. Yes. We have 18. Ooh. Can we get to 25 by the end of the season? Yes, we, we have can. 18 yes, five-star on Spotify. Come on, people. Yep. If you're not listening on Spotify, what are you doing? Come Some on. people might not like Spotify. I know. Spotify's a bit evil. And whatever. Yeah, There's they no do funny things. There's under capitalism. Just, just do it. Just do it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> or do it on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I don't, I don't keep track on Apple. I'm sure you can rate us on Apple Podcasts as well. Apple's also evil. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I am going to ask the first question because that's the way I've written it on my run sheet. Great. So question for everyone today. Overnight, the Euros final occurred. England won in extra time, 2-1 over Germany. Who was the player of the tournament? Oh, Hint, she's English. <laughs> I know. I read it this morning. Do you know the answer, T? I don't. I, I've read some things as well, but I don't think they spells out the player of the tournament. I'm just going to guess Beth Mead. It's the only one I can remember. Did she play? Okay. She did play. Oh, good. <laughs> to start. Could have been remember? their captain, though. Do you remember any other players? <laughs> oh, I'm sure that player with the surname England played. <laughs> I don't know if she did. She didn't, and did didn't what, start. Did that striker play, Al? What's her name? Oh, Bethany England. <laughs> Ellen White. Yeah, did she play? She did, and she got yeah. subbed off because she is not as good as she used to be. Oh, and I saw Fran Kirby was back. I noticed Fran that. Fran Kirby's back. Fran Kirby's playing yeah. well. Are you Fran impressed Kirby's... about the, the player names I'm just dropping? Tarot? I know. I'm very impressed. And shout out to Fran Kirby who played Almost a full year. I started every game, I think, uh, coming back from fatigue. What an inspiration. Yeah. I do yeah, yeah. Come on, T. Oh, who, the, the player that scored the, the final goal, Kelly? Chloe Kelly? Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, that's, that's the only person I can think of. Grandpa. Hey, that's a good guess. But no, Beth Mead, in fact, was the player. Yes. Of the yes. So- <laughs> oh, my gosh. Does she play for Chelsea? Uh, no, she plays for Arsenal. Oh, does she? Okay. Yeah. Well, I follow both teams. So that's like obviously subconsciously I'm learning from my Instagram feeds. Which you is great. are learning. You are learning. Beth made on a revenge tour after not making the Olympic squad that the Matildas oh. beat last year. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and had a wonderful season with Arsenal and now was player of the tournament at the Euros. So good on pretty good. Well done, Beth. And well done, England. Well done, England. It's yeah. come home. The last yeah. time England won anything, women weren't allowed to play on FA sanctioned fields. Think about that. 
Yeah. Wow. Do you think the men are celebrating this as well, though? Do you think the men agree that it's come home or will they still want to bring it home themselves? <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. I just I wonder that. that. Depends like, on I wonder. Who you speak to. Yeah, exactly. I hope that everyone's saying, yes, it's come home and it matters. Depends on who you speak to, doesn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm sure think? it does. I'm yeah, sure it, it does. It always does. It always does. We have faith in the youth. <laughs> yes. All right, Dutchie. On that note, hit us with your question. What okay, have you well, got my, my question's related to the game that I've just discussed um, where Cookie got injured. And there were four players from the State 3 team that addressed the referee before halftime about the red card quite angrily. Okay. Now, I think I just... I was going to say it is part of my game review, but I'm like, it's actually quite a good trivia question because we've talked about a number of players who might get worked up and get a bit more passionate in the game that might take on the ref for something like this. Who were the four players? Rocket. Yes. Is he? Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's, that's two, yeah. that's two tap-ins. There. Yeah, that's easy. Like um, easy and rocket, <laughs> clearly. Um, hmm. See, I think Gertie would have a chat, but I'm not sure angrily. But I think Gertie would have gone up and had a word. A passionate chat. Mm. Yes, correct. Anya? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get them. <laughs> That was four from four as well. That's incredible. I know, four from four. Um, so the interesting thing was at halftime in Gertie's speech to us, she's like, all right, now I don't want anyone else to go up to the ref and question anything. He's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty like, I don't know, affected by all of us going up and like really challenging him. And, you know, people are emotional. So, yeah. Um, so she said, if you've got a problem with the ref, because the players were pushing us and, you know, people were getting a bit upset, she's just like, just lift your hand and go, ref. But that's all we were allowed to say, according to Gertie. Uh, yeah. Well, because I am doing the points again, uh, as you can, you can probably hear me typing furiously away. We're gonna is that is that two each? We're gonna one for Taryn, one for T, one for guests. Yeah, yeah that's let's fine. Just do that. Let's do I'm that. glad I didn't completely let the guest team down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> go on, T. What's your question for this week? Well, just sort of following on from my Canadian heritage, and uh, we mentioned Christine Sinclair, the greatest Canadian footballer of all time. Um, what year did she start playing for the Canadian national team? And how old was she? Okay. I'm just trying to think about how old you are, T. I didn't play for the Canadian. I know, but you just said you were the same age. About the same age. My guess is, can I go first, Taryn? You, you can go first, yeah. I'm going to say 2002. Oh, bugger. You can't shake your head until Don't Taryn's had a go at answering. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really competitive trivia segment. Sorry. Okay? No, no, it's okay, <laughs> really. Um, I, I'm just going to guess she was 18. She's probably younger. <clears throat> okay. Serious. I think that she was 16. How old is she now? 
she is nearly I don't know how old you are T, so I'm a bit concerned I thought that she was like 40 or nearly 40 um like 39 or something which would mean that if she debuted when she was 16 quick maths 99 so you're half right she debuted when she was 16 and the year was 2000 oh no Oh, you didn't do your mathematics correctly, Taryn. Well, you could just subtract two from Dachi, but... uh... (sighs) Well, yeah, assuming I did my mathematics correctly. I'm giving myself one. Okay. Taryn, one. Dachi, zero. Bugger. So that leaves our final tally, because we're going off Grace's numbers. Yeah. Guests, 14. Dachi, 12. Taryn, 11. So I'm catching up. Okay, I'm going to study so hard this week. My questions are going to be so much harder. The thing is, we don't know. I just like randomly tap someone on the shoulder on Sunday and be like, come on the podcast. We can't even study what the likely questions would be from that. Well, can you imagine when we get Paul on? He'll have some (laughs) technical question that none of us will get right. From the 80s. Yeah, something that, you know, when I didn't even watch soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. Let's move on to a food segment. Now, this is an interesting food segment. So the state twos were at home. So we're just going to skip over that unless T, you have anything. No, no, nothing happened at home. Nothing happened. Oh, I'll only say that there was a lot of snakes because Milo bought some because they were on sale. Uh Also, feedback from my mum who had the juniors barbecue this morning when I coached my kids. She said it was the worst sausage she'd ever had. Oh, dear. (laughs) is some extremely negative feedback it is i I have never partaken in that sausage sizzle because worst how can a sausage be that bad i don't know i don't know ask my mum i don't know okay Okay, right i'm gonna ask me it's just a sausage yeah but uh (laughs) state threes um you were treated to free food afterwards so we were i would like to hear more in depth about the food section of this so obviously a few of us went back for the function and had our free corona and we then we were told when we got in there that it was they'd ordered lots of pizzas but it was going to be a 40 minute wait and I'm like oh I don't know if I want to hang around for 40 minutes with these people happy to have a beer but that's it and then I saw some people eating some dim sims and I'm like oh they've clearly got a fryer going out the back so I went up I was happy to pay money I was so hungry at this point it was like 5 30 getting close to six o'clock right on dinner time you know we played a hard match of soccer I'm like, oh there's some dimmies and I'm like oh you guys got dim sims going they're like yeah yeah they're like oh we'll do you a fry up I'm like oh okay and they're like what do you want like we can do potato cakes chips and whatever oh, potato like, cakes. I know I know I haven't had a potato cake in such a long time and for those who know me like Potato cakes are one of my favourite things in the whole world, so much so that I can't eat them because I just love them so much, so I try not to eat them. Anyway, so they brought out a whole platter of chips, potato cakes, Jim Sims for us to share between five of us. We couldn't eat it all. And then there was um, another thing which Simone told me afterwards, her and Rocket didn't know what it was. And they were both unsure about whether they ate chicken schnitzel or fish cakes was the, uh, the information I got afterwards. Um, now, for those who know Simone, she's vegetarian. 
So, uh, but she must eat seafood. Uh, she must eat seafood because otherwise she wouldn't have gone for it altogether. And Rocket, you know, just eats everything. Well, not really. Rocket's really fussy, but she eats fish and chips. Anyway, it was clearly fish cakes, guys. Like I know that there was no chicken in it. So Sim, you're fine. You um, you only ate fish. Sim was like, well, they were free. We were just happy to be eating because we we're really hungry. So. Well done, Manningham. The food was great. We'll give you that feedback. And it was, yeah, probably ate too many potato cakes and dim sims, but it was just, you know, when you're hungry and it's like there, it's like, oh. And then as we were leaving, they're like, oh, the pizzas are a minute away. And we're like, oh, thank you. But, you know, we just ate all that food and we've got to get going. And so we left before the pizzas arrived. There you go. Yeah, but it was very generous of them. So, yeah. Well, that, well, that was the least they could do really after the game. But anyway, I told them that next year, I said, Are you gonna, they're going to do this shield every year. And I said, don't worry, next year if we're, they said, oh, we'll try and make it so we play against you. I don't know how they will. Like, obviously, there's a lot of things that would need to work in to make that happen. Next year, we'll be bigger and stronger. We're going to give you a run for your money. And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, we're not going to, you know, no 7-0 thrashing next year. We're coming back. <laughs> Anyway. coming home you could say exactly um, that yeah. makes no sense I just wanted to we wanted we actually we really wanted to win the shield we were trying to work out ways of winning it without winning the game anyway <laughs> <laughs> um this is this is such a niche reference but um <laughs> no I'm not even gonna make it just gonna make like an ultras reference just you know get your get your hoodies on get your masks on steal the banner <laughs> No, it's, not, it's not we talked about it <laughs> <laughs> moving on uh to our moments of the week this week t do you have something for us i do um so at the game on sunday we had a few um guest appearances not well we had a few guest appearances in the game but we also had a few guest appearances on the sideline and it was really nice to see a few players. I'm not going to call them ex-players because I really believe and want to believe that they're just taking a little break. Who are they? Who came? Holly came. Oh. very pregnant with twins. Wow. Um, it was great to see her down. And Abby came down. Oh, Abster. Abster is there. Chloe was also there. Um, Laws and Taryn representing our injured crew. Um, who else was there, Taryn? Uh, my mom. Taryn's mom. Grace's, Grace's mom, mom. was also there. Yeah, Grace's mom was there. Uh, and uh, some of the 18's parents, obviously, as well. Oh, I'm so sorry I missed it. Yeah, it's just a Sounds shame like we a great time. Our, our, yeah. um, our home games matching up. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was just really great to see... Um, some players that are just taking their time off and um hopefully we'll be back next season yeah it was a it was a good vibe on the sideline i must say the fact that they came down in the ice yes. and, and stuck around the whole game and watched us that was pretty incredible yeah Dutchie, what was your moment of the week i just realized i haven't listened to the moment of the week from last week so i hope has anyone mentioned our new instagram account no, oh, I was yeah. going to mention it at the end, but uh, oh. let's, let's bring it forward. That's my moment because we did a, a soft launch of the new Instagram account. <laughs> Can we do a real launch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just, I'm, I'm putting it out there now. This is why I wanted to mention it because um, Sam, who's been on the pod previously, has uh, 
taken on the uh, the reins of the Instagram account and she's gone because we had some old Instagram accounts and we weren't sure who was running them. So we've had them shut down and we've started a new one. And Sam and I have had a bit of a strategy meeting about what sort of posts we want to put on. And I asked her yesterday and I think I asked Nia and I'm like, well, what's our brand? What do we want? You know, like obviously social media is a great way to attract players and we want to attract we want people to know that they can come to Yarra Jets and they're going to get a certain a certain something. So what do we want to post on Facebook or on Instagram that's going to attract that? Anyway, they couldn't really answer me. And we kind of talked about, you know, well, the friendship that you get from joining a soccer club, um, obviously playing sport. But I think it would be, I'd be interested in getting feedback from other players about why they've joined the Jetties and what they like about it. So then, and ideas for what we can post on Instagram as well, because we want to use this to try and recruit more players, um, make it enticing to players. And I, I think, yeah, thinking about it's not just football. We come and join the jetties because of what we get in addition to football, but let's think about what that actually is. Um, so that's why I'm saying it's a soft launch. And once we've got some um, ideas, we can do a bigger launch. And we need more, more um, footage from the State 2 team as well. So we probably need someone from the State 2s who's up for taking photos and sending it in. Otherwise, it's going to be all about the State 3s, and we can't have that. <laughs> but we can, but we need some State 2 stuff as well. Um, can we get the uh, Instagram handle? Oh, good question. <laughs> Let me get it. I think it's just Yarra Jets Women's, is it? Yarra Jets WFC, maybe? Could be. Do you know it, Taryn? Here we go. I'm just getting it Hang now. On. I'm getting it now as well. I use Instagram so infrequently. Yeah, Yarra Jets WFC. That's it. There you go. Yep, there's two so, posts so far. And there's 28 followers. We want to get 100. So everyone get onto it. Get onto it. Well, that's there you go. If we're aiming for 25 Spotify reviews, or five yep. stars, maybe we can aim for 100 followers on Instagram. Yep, and we'll, uh, we'll give you more details on when the official launch is. I'll talk to Sam. Is there going to be an event with pizza? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll make an event. Why not? We'll make an event. We'll get a we'll get an MP out to um, oh, yeah. to launch it. Get a good one. Get a good one. <laughs> <laughs> one that we like politically. <laughs> Not a political podcast, um, but we are based in Fairfield, so make your own assumptions. <laughs> um, all right, so. My moment of the week this week was the referee telling off Paul because <laughs> I thought that was hysterically funny. And yeah, that's uh that's 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 about it. Um <laughs> and they kind of got the games to go off and the rest of the game was a bit of a you know, had a bit of uh wasn't necessarily full of full of joy, not like the last home game that we had. So uh um, that was very funny. I'll leave it at that. Okay, so now to everyone's favorite segment, Dutchie reclaiming her place as the the scout of the Arrow Jets. When I create the club in Football Manager, and you know that I will, I'm listing Dutchie as the team scout. Um, uh, yeah. Go on. What's your what's what? Who are we playing next week? Oh, in two weeks, in fact. 
in two weeks, yeah. So the State League Threes play first. We both both teams play on Sunday the 14th of August, but the State League Threes are playing at home at 1pm and we're playing our old favourites, Fitzroy City. Ooh. Ooh. Now, Fitzroy are currently sixth on the ladder, but they're, they're like three games behind everyone else. Like they've obviously got a heap of catch-up rounds to play or something's gone on there because they've only played... 11, 11 games and everyone else has played like 14. So something's going on there. Um, so of what we can see, they've had four wins, they've had one draw and they've had six losses. They've got a goal difference of minus four. Um, they played last Saturday actually, and they beat Swinburne three nil. They had a full squad of 16 players from what I could see. Um, they've had a few strange results when I've kind of looked back um, like they lost to Muralbach 9-0, but then they lost to Clifton Hill only 1-0, whereas Clifton Hill are a much better side than Muralbach. So I don't know what's going on there if they've had, you know, had a lot of players out when they played Muralbach or, you know, I don't really understand what's going on. Um, last time we played them was in round seven, and that was a horrendous Monday night game. It was freezing cold and we lost 3-0. Um, I think it was a game at the time we thought we probably could have done better. I know that was the game I played in goals. And I think the first two goals, I was a bit disappointed in myself thinking, you know, maybe I could have saved them. They weren't, you know, I think if it was Taryn or a normal goalkeeper, they probably would have got them. It was just my inexperience. Um, but they've had some, um, yeah, like I think they're some interesting results. So I think let's just see how they how we go. They did beat Swinburne 3-0. We lost to Swinburne a few weeks ago. So, um yeah, we'll see how we go. When I looked at their socials, because obviously when I scout, I look at socials to see what inside information I can get. Now, obviously, I think last time we spoke about Fitzroy, we said there'd been no posts in 77 posts about the women or something. I had a look. There's still nothing about the women's team um, since the start of the season. The only posts, and I'm saying this because a lot of our players are ex-Fitzroy, so you'll find this funny. Um, the only posts featuring women are the ones featuring the singer at their next event or at their last few events. And uh, most of their recent posts are about Slava, which is coming up this week. Um, and for those who are, are not ex-Fitzroy players, Slava is the name day for the club, I think, and it's always the first week of August and it's a massive... They, they have a, a church, you have to go to the church for a function and then they have some sort of function which is like lots of rakia and lots of drinking afterwards and, you know, this woman probably singing as well. Um, I don't know, I think some of us probably went to Slava over the years. I think you probably go once and then go, oh, it's not, you know, we don't really want to go to church, we don't really understand what this is, but um, that's what they're posting about. So nothing about the women. Um, so we'll just see what we get in two weeks from them. Right, it's always uh, good to be reacquainted with old friends. <laughs> Actually, speaking of old friends, shout out uh, in the State 2 game to Shakira, who was a former Fitzroy ah, player, yep. uh, and her fiancé oh, as yeah. of Saturday night, Mark, who was also really? there. Yeah, he ah. proposed on Saturday night. We got the full story. So, oh, Mark, um, good work. He was a former coach of Fitzroy City, I think, in my first year there in 2018. That was after so, the first coach got sacked, Taryn, and he replaced him. Correct. It was after the first coach got sacked. Yeah. Um, and so, their little sausage dog. Yes. Yeah, so 
yeah, it was it was fantastic to see them. They they moved down that area, which is why uh, Shakira is now playing for for Bayside Argonauts. But it's lovely to see some familiar faces. Oh, so nice. I missed out on a lot of faces. Gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, let's move I, over to. Okay. Okay. Well, I did tell them about the podcast, so I do hope oh, that they're that they're listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Otherwise, she... we can send it to them. <laughs> we'll I'm make sure. them listen. Yeah, yeah. They can <laughs> right. give us five stars. Stay two. Go on. So you guys have got a game at 3 p.m. on the 14th. You're playing at Partridge Street Reserve. You're playing at Mill Park. <sighs> dun, so dun, they're, dun. Yeah, they're currently top of the ladder and they're clear leads. So I think um, there's a makeup round this week that King's Domain are playing Brunswick Zebras. So I think they're kind of second and third. But even after that result comes through, they're not going to be able to catch Mill Park. Um, so Mill Park have had 11 wins, two draws and two losses. They've got a goal difference of 27. Yesterday, they drew with Melbourne Uni. Melbourne so we Uni could, fighting they, the good fight. That's yeah, why well, we're friends with Melbourne Uni. I know. Well, we could contact our mate, Nick, to get some uh, inside goss if you want to. Um, looks like they had 15 players listed. So, you know, they've got good numbers. The week before, they beat Brunswick Zebras 1-0. Um, and it looks like they scored the goal in the last 30 seconds of the match. So that sounds like it would have been quite a yeah, tight match. Got a sting. Got a sting for Brunswick. Yeah. Um, last time we played them in round seven, we won 3-2. And um, I remember it was quite a feisty match. I think, Sharon, you had some words after that match. Mm. Um, when I looked on their socials, like their socials are quite good. They've got quite good female representation on the socials. Um Obviously, because they're on top of the ladder and they've been winning, it's a lot of, hey, we won again, this is amazing, what a great season, all of that kind of stuff. So it's all very hoo-ha and exciting. There was one post that I took a photo of because I wanted to mention. It was quite, I guess if this, if you're this team, it's quite a good way to promote yourself on the socials. Um, but it was a bit of a synopsis of what they've achieved this year. And I just, I wanted to talk about it because I wanted to fire us up because we need to go in and beat them and this will make us want to beat them more. Okay. So they're the highest women's promotion. They've got the highest women's promotion in club history. So I guess they've, you know, they the really good chance to be promoted to state league one. So they're, they're looking for that. Okay. They're undefeated at home for this season. That Ooh. was up until round 14. Okay. Ask this is all the reasons why. Oh, really? Why? Can't say publicly. Ask Paul. Okay, but can we just go and beat them at home, please? That's all I want. That's all I'm asking. Nothing much. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got record numbers of patrons at senior women's matches, so it means we've got to get our numbers up. We've got to all go and watch. Okay, they've got five players, 18 years of age and under. Just an interesting fact. Um, they've had 34 goals and seven clean sheets. They've got 10 players with their name on the score sheet. And it's the coach's first year as a senior women's coach. Anyway, I think the bit in there that I want us to take note of, let's go and beat them at home. I just, yeah, let's go and spoil that stat for them because it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I am devastated that I won't be back for this oh, game. Because yeah, when, I, when oh. I first started feeling the symptoms, this was my, my goal. And I've just realised, like, I'm, there's no way, like, I still can't really walk around the block so oh, I you never know am, it's two weeks uh, 
I'm no, I'm pretty devastated. I really wanted to be back for this game. Uh, I have a real grudge against Mill Park to, to the point where <laughs> if they win the league, I will be so upset. Um, one thing that I actually learned, uh, this is scouting from Mark, who is yeah, yeah. Uh, was 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 with Bayside Argonauts. So at every Bayside Argonauts home game, now he didn't do this. He wasn't able to make the game uh, that we played them at home, but for all of their home games, he goes and he plays a trumpet and he uh, goes and supports them, um, which I find really sweet, actually. That Uh, is very sweet. And um, uh, Mill Park beat them uh, when when they played them and they made a snarky social media post about it being like, oh, the trumpets are quiet now. And it's like, come on, like so unnecessary like why do you hate fun not in the spirit of the game why do you hate fun so um anyway I hope that we can spoil their fun and and win um yeah football Victoria liked them for some reason as well like Mm. they promoted them around their female football week and I'm like why that club out of every club like I just yeah I don't know I'm interested to know why they win at home Mm. Paul Paul all right, we will wrap it up there. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Music, or on our RSS feed. Please follow us there so that you never miss an episode. I know lots of people are a couple of weeks behind. And frankly, I don't care about your life. Get back on track. Come on. There is nothing more important that you're doing than listening to this podcast. <laughs> On social media, you can follow us on Twitter at Yarra Jets Pod. You can follow me at Taryn Hedo. You can follow Dutchie at Fiona Holland. P, do you have any public socials? Uh, I think I might have Instagram, but um, just go to the Yarra Jets Instagram page and find me on there. Okay. Ooh. So we also, of course, have our Instagram at Yarra Jets WFC. So follow me. Follow Dutchie, follow the Yarra Jets podcast and Yarra Jets WFC on Instagram. And maybe if you can find her, follow T on Instagram. It has been a pleasure having your company as always. My name is Taryn. I've been joined by Fiona Dutchie Holland and I've been joined by T. Have a lovely morning, afternoon or evening and goodbye.